Hello, and welcome to the Heartland Teaching Podcast, sponsored by the UMKC Regional Professional Development Center at Union Station. Our mission is to bring educators together for meaningful conversations about the challenges and successes of teachers in the Heartland. So sit back and relax and enjoy our show. Happy Wednesday, Brett. Good morning. How are you, Teresa? I am good. How are you? Doing great. Good, good. Well, we've got uh, some business to attend to today. This is just so people know kind of where episode 16 is landing. We've had a week of riots in major cities all over the United States and, and protests over the treatment of George Floyd. And we, it has become a worldwide protest in the treatment of uh, Black people in America by police officers, but also just over institutional racism. Yeah, it's been a really, it's been an emotional week for many. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the key is, and the hope is that from all this comes opportunity for people to have real conversations so that systemic change can occur. Mm -hmm. And so you're bringing today some, some ideas Mm -hmm. on uh, conversational leadership on on ha- on having those constructive uh, conversations among people who just need to listen to each other. Yeah, um, and you know it's you know it's interesting how things come to light, and you're not sure why, and then you understand. So mm-hmm. it was a few weeks ago. I was engaged in a Twitter chat, and one of the participants mentioned the idea of conversational leadership and let's just be honest i hadn't heard that term much you know you hear servant leadership you hear democratic leadership authoritative leadership coaching leadership you know all these different types of leadership styles but i had not really heard conversational leadership so let me begin by saying i am by no means an expert I am someone that is highly interested in the topic and that's done a little bit of reading, but I think the topic came to the forefront at just the right time because what conversational leadership is, it's when a leader and all of us are leaders intentionally uses conversation as a process to cultivate like that collective intelligence, those solutions to seek to understand each other so that an organization or a system can, can be better. You know, conversational leadership is designed to inspire people, to support people, to lead them towards change and help them discover better, better ways. And this is evolving out of the work of, uh, is it is it Carolyn Brown Baldwin who yes. started World World Cafe type style uh, conversations, right? Absolutely, absolutely. Um, and you know, you've we I when I first engaged in a World Cafe, I really appreciated it. What I appreciate about some of the new information, and I think what what might be like a nugget that we could spend the next 10 to 12 minutes talking about are what they call the four eyes. Because, you know, if you're going to have a conversation, 
you have to set the tone, right? Right. And so the four eyes of a conversational leadership type uh, gathering would be that there's intimacy, that there's interaction, that there's inclusion, and that there's intentionality. And those are the four um, different processes of conversational leadership that are essential to the access, to the success of the conversation. Mm-hmm. So maybe we should start with intimacy. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. Uh, well, you know, and and I I wanted to kind of lay out what a world cafe for those who have never yeah. experienced world a world cafe. Uh, this is a type of of instructional strategy. Honestly, it, it really mm-hmm. it looks it looks the same in schools as it does in uh, in business or in in seminars. Mm-hmm. And what it is 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 you sit as if you were at a cafe. So you sit at a table with uh, four. Or no more than five people, mm-hmm. and um, you're structuring the conversation around a set topic. So, okay. uh, and then you're sharing out your perspective on that topic, and that's where these four eyes come into play. Is that is that? Am I hitting it? You are correctly? hitting it right on, right on. And okay. and thanks for that. You know, uh, I do think it's important for people to have that visual. You know, it's sitting around a table. Yeah. Sitting around a it's table. not. And having a, a conversation like you're at um, Starbucks or Caribou or Head Rush or whatever your favorite coffee place is. Right. And nobody has to be an expert. This is just, just let's just, let's just listen to each other. And the thing I like about it is when done like you know, as a PD session for teachers or, or something like that, it's not a sit and get. It's not, you don't, you don't get to pull, pull away from this conversation because you're sitting so intimately with those other people. Uh, absolutely your, your voice your voice matters so which so that takes us to that first characteristic which is intimacy yeah so it, and so you know we'll all do a bunch of bird walks because i want one more before i talk about intimacy what you just said about um you know you can't opt out of these conversations because it's in a small group an intimate group which we're going to get to but one of the goals then if you can't opt out you're also going to leave the conversation feeling empowered and empowerment has always been a goal of the World Cafe. And as I've done a little bit more reading about um, conversational leadership, empowerment is always a goal. And so very timely. So, you know, as I'm thinking about the first I, intimacy, you know, right, right now, you know, we're physically distancing from each other. And, um, but you know what? You can have intimacy if you're physically distant from someone or if you're sitting around the table, because what they mean by intimacy really is that you have an emotional and mental closeness, like that you are um, willing to engage in a trusting. And I think trust might be the big word there, a trusting conversation where you can use your own voice, speak your own truths, and know that you're going to be listened to without judgment. And that's really what the intimacy is. It's, it's, there's no hierarchy. There's no power. It's, I can speak my truth and people are going to listen. And that's what they mean by intimacy. Yeah. Which then leads obviously to being interactive, right? If we're sitting around at the cafe 
and I'm the only one in the room talking, <laughs> you know, that's not really inter between people. It's not really interactive. There's not that back and forth that right. that's going on, that dialogue. Um, and, you know, I, we all need to practice interactivity, I believe, you know, being sure that we know how truly to listen and listen without judgment, how we know to exchange ideas, to ask questions, to paraphrase, you know, you know, go back to Covey. Let's just seek to understand. Right. right. And I think that's what that then, interactive interactivity is. Go ahead. You know, I don't, I don't know where I've read this or heard it before, but you know, on active listening on what it really is to, to be a listener in a, in a, a group like this, because I think what happens, the, okay. So it goes back to what you were talking about with intimacy in listening without judgment. Okay. One, right. but also in being an active listener in the interaction is, and this was a technique that I heard. I don't always use it. I don't think anybody does, but, but it's, it's because it's very hard. And what it is, is you listen without, without the um, intention of responding. Like you listen mm -hmm. to, and, and you're not formulating what your next words are going to be. Yeah. And that's, that's really hard to do, but it's really good listening when you're doing that. It really is. But I agree with you. It's really a challenge. Like you really have to practice that skill. Uh, but I'm glad you brought it up. I mean, that's a great tip for people. Just if you want to be an active listener, listen without trying to formulate your response. Right. Just like you said, you know, you can, you can formulate questions that you Absolutely. have, but, but, but don't come up with the, the, you know, the zinger or the, yeah. <laughs> Let me rebut that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, just be a, a, which, which I think goes to one of the other eyes that we'll get to later, which the, the intentionality piece that. Absolutely. You know, so so let's let's go if our, now interaction do we have anything else on interaction that you want to No, I, uh, I think that's it about? it's it's a dialogue everyone at the table has their voice and we right. listen intently and then the next piece is inclusion which is a, absolutely key for the trust factor and everything else so talk to us about the inclusion piece yeah so when i think of inclusion what i'm thinking about is having all the voices at the table you know, uh, if I am a, a, a principal of a school, that I'm going to have all the voices, not just my leadership council. You know, I may have at the table, you know, our custodian and our food services manager and secretary that inclusion means that we're building that intimacy and that interaction with full participation in mind. You know, we want everyone who is committed to the mission, vision, and values of our organization to be a part of the conversation. And to be, to, because, you know, um, they're, they're your biggest advocates out there. And if people aren't included in whatever your mission, vision, and values are, um, they, don't, they don't feel like they have a voice. And they're not part of this conversational leadership, which is just as a reminder, even though we weren't going to talk about it, that really is designed to empower people by inspiring, supporting them, leading them and developing uh, and discovering new ideas. 
you know. so I don't want to I, I don't want to take this this conversation so positive and uh, uh, the, so what I've what I've seen when it comes to inclusion is sometimes you have um, a participant who well I won't say a participant it, it, you have a person in your world cafe who refuses to participate yeah. because they do feel like they're um, you know they're not trusting of the group or they feel like mm-hmm. maybe they have a point of view that will be outside the norm. Mm. Okay. And, and so when, you know, how, how do you press someone or how do you ask them to participate mm-hmm. and include themselves if they're unwilling mm-hmm. to, do you have any tips on that? Well, or I don't know. I'm throwing you. No, that's all right. Because when you were saying that, um, although these four eyes aren't necessarily hi- hierarchical, I think absent the intimacy and the format for interactivity, you could have people opt out and not engage. Okay. So if I really want full inclusion of all participants, people, employees, whoever, you know, I really need to set that stage for intimacy and interactivity. People still choose sometimes to opt out. But I believe if you make conversational leadership a part of your regular leadership style and you're engaging in these types of conversations, not once, but frequently and regularly, over time, people will feel that intimacy and more be more willing to be interactive and, and included in the conversation. Does that make sense? Okay. Oh, it does. It yeah. does. That's a good way of leading that too. I, you know, rather than, yeah, rather than kind of point them out as an outlier, you, you're basically what you're doing is you're letting them, you're including them, even though they're not including themselves. Absolutely. You know, there, I think some leaders might think, and I'm not saying they're wrong. I'm just saying they have a different approach than I do. Some leaders might say, well, we have to put some protocols in place that force that engagement. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just feel like that's not as authentic and it really minimizes the ideas of intimacy and interactivity. If we do that. I really like that because the other piece of it that we, that is important is that people process at different speeds. Mm -hmm. And sometimes when you put a topic in front of people, that's hard. Yeah. It, it might take them a little bit longer to process how it is affecting other people. Right. Um, rather, you know, and they might need time more to think than to speak. Cause I know there are some people who are, who process through speech, mm-hmm. through talking. Mm-hmm. And then there are some people who process through listening. Right. And, and so giving them the chance to even they're, they're included, but they might not need to be active. Absolutely. And I think it, it, it meets yeah. people where they're at and honors the fact yeah. that everyone has different styles. And I really yeah. like that. Which kind of um, might bring us around to the last I, that intentionality. I think people also want to know that their time is valued and that as right. leaders, we're not going to bring them to the table for a conversation unless it's important. And so the last I is that intentionality that, you know, conversational intentionality means that we know what we're going to be 
in conversation about ahead of time. We know, hey, we're going to be focused on this topic. We're going to spend this amount of time. You know, I love in one of the articles I read, it said, all good conversations must come to an end. <laughs> I think sometimes when I struggle with that, when we're doing these podcasts, we're like, oh, it's a good conversation, but it must come to an end. <laughs> with conversational right. leadership, you know, you're setting up some of those aspects of intentionality. And I feel that in many ways that can enhance the inclusion and interactivity because people have time to think about the topic in advance for people who need a little bit more processing time. They know, oh, wow, we're only going to spend 30 minutes, an hour, whatever amount of time on this. So there's an energy uh, that's related to that intentionality as well. Yeah, I like that. I like the... Uh... You know, part of the intentionality is in choosing your topics and being timely with your topics and being specific towards yeah. your goals and your and your. So I, I like this this process of getting through things, this conversational leadership. I like yeah. it a lot. So, but like you said, yeah, no, you. Well, I was going to say, as you said, all good conversations must come to an <laughs> end, and. But we're, we are going to continue our conversation in the next uh, few weeks and, and hopefully months uh, in, our, in another series that we're going to do aside from the Wednesday exchange mm -hmm. that's coming up. Um, and that is going to be, we're going to start having some conversations because of, of the events of the past, I guess, 400 years in this country. Mm -hmm. um, we, are, we, we have some special guests coming in. And we're going to start uh, doing some some podcasts on building some conversations uh, to try to dismantle some of this. And so we'll we'll come up with a, you know, once we talk to all the all the guests, mm -hmm. we'll have uh, a lot of details for people, and and hopefully we can get these conversations started, World Cafe style, absolutely, in many different places, um, as we kind of. Uh, address a problem that has long needed to be addressed. It, and I love that. Let's start this conversation world cafe style. And so we're going to do it yeah. in a formal podcast, but that doesn't mean that our listeners can't gather three or four of their friends, sit around the dining room table or a cafe or wherever they want to be. Um, and they need to have the, we all need to be having the conversation. Yeah. And anchor it on intimacy, oh. interaction, inclusion, and intentionality. Yeah. Well, thanks, Teresa. It was a it was an important topic today, and, and a very somber time. Yeah, it's very somber. I, could, I as we were talking, I thought, "Wow, our energy's low," and I, I think that I think that matches <laughs> what's going on right now. But you know what? I'm I'm eternally yeah. optimistic and hopeful, and I look forward to continued conversations. All right. Sounds good. All right. Have a good day. Bye-bye. You've been listening to the Heartland Teaching Podcast, sponsored by the UMKC Regional Professional Development Center at Union Station. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please hit the subscribe button so that future podcasts will be made available to you at the touch of your podcast button. Please feel free to leave your comments on this podcast or register for one of our events by clicking the link on the attached podcast. We hope that we see you soon.